0: Hey, and welcome to my first episode of my podcast, The Gray Witch. I'm your host, Alana Gray Tiger, and thanks so much for deciding to listen today. I'm a little nervous because I've wanted to do a podcast for so long and I've thought about this moment for a very long time. So I thought with the first episode, what would be a really good way to start out is just explaining a little bit about who I am and then also my intention and purpose behind why I wanted to start this podcast. I'm not really one that is completely comfortable with talking about myself, but I know with having a podcast, it's pretty important, especially for you to know my knowledge and my experience behind what I'm sharing with the people that I'm talking to. So just some brief things about me. I'm 26 years old and I live in Northeastern America. I'm also a mother to a seven-year-old uh, a girl and I'm really into mountain climbing, foraging, hiking, camping. I love plants. I have a lot of plants, um, house plants. Um, I'm really into being creative. I love cooking. I love cooking with plants because I'm actually vegan. Um, I love create. I used to be a bartender for a really long time. I liked the mixology of the craft of you know alcohol, but I don't drink anymore but I really appreciated it, and I also still really love cooking. I cook a lot every day. I cook everything at home. Um, It's something I'm really passionate about, actually. Um, With being creative, I also like to make jewelry. I'm into woodworking. My fiancé, he um, is a woodworker, so he makes a lot of, like, cutting boards, but he also does carpentry. He can build anything. It's really amazing, so... A couple other things related to the podcast and what I want to talk about um, are a lot based around health and fitness, diet, not being diet as how to diet and like lose weight, but in, you know, like the way that we eat and how we, what we eat, we become, and um, a lot of that sort of philosophy. Um, I am a certified health coach. I was certified in 2015, and I'm currently working on a yoga certification right now, I'm really excited about that. Alongside with that, I'm just really passionate about conscious living, minimalism, and these are just some things that I get really passionate about and I could just talk about all day long, so they're definitely things that will be reoccurring on the podcast. There's been quite a lot of things that have led me to begin this podcast. I would say recently, though, the most motivating reason for me to begin this is because i've been having like a sore throat feeling for about two years it's like i can feel that my throat chakra is very tense and a big thing with that chakra point is about being able to speak your truth and i have a lot of shame around my story i mean from what i described i just sound like a pretty regular like you know like, mid-20s woman, um, just living her life, and just, like, oh, I'm just gonna start a podcast, but there was, like, definitely, of course, a lot of series of events that has led me to decide that this is something that I feel is necessary to do, and I would say that I'm not really someone that is comfortable being in the spotlight, which would be surprising because of some things I'll tell you about my background, but, um, I just have difficulty with, Having people listen to me. I love listening to other people, but for me to be the center of attention is very difficult for me. But I recognize that there's a deeper purpose for this. Like, I have a story that needs to be shared, but also I have knowledge that is very important to be shared. I think a very, like, another really big motivating factor for me in this is thinking of my younger self but the younger kids now especially because I am a mother and I think about how as a woman I can be the best example to this little woman that I am raising you know I, I need to be the best influence I can for her and I if I was her I would want her to like you know push through her fears push through the things that feel like they're you know holding her back from trying to pursue something new so If that's what I would tell her to do, then that's what I should tell myself to do, if that makes any sense. It's like, push through the fear, push through the anxiety of it, because that's a big step just in itself, like, that is a pat on the back. So, for this podcast, I'm going to allow it to be a space where I do allow myself to take up space and be comfortable with that, um... And I know I'll definitely get very emotional because some of the topics that I'll be talking about, I will need to put a trigger warning before. Um, But that should lead me into actually why I named this podcast The Grey Witch. And then I'll explain a little deeper. I'll put a trigger warning before, and then I'll explain a little bit deeper. The reason that I name it The Grey Witch is because, first of all, I am a witch. Second of all, my last name is Grey. And third of all, I love that it's gray, because I think about how gray is the mix between the lightness and the darkness. Um, you know, I think a lot of spirituality now is very much divided, like, you know, they it's like very much love and light, which is amazing, you know? Of course, it's love and light, how is that not amazing? But I think there's also this darker side that a lot of people, just like a darker side, a darker energy, it's that darker balance that exists throughout the entire universe as we know it. And I think that it's like a lot of people, they don't want to look at the dark side. They want to act like it doesn't exist. And it's a lot with people and their shadow self and looking at their darker side and being able to, you know, accept their darker qualities and recognize that they're okay too you know but it is very important to just find the balance and I love that gray is that balanced color between white and black the light and the dark my intention when doing this podcast is to speak as truthfully through spirit as I can of course I am a human that has its own experiences and so I will just naturally have biases about certain things so I just want to say if you don't agree with anything I'm saying that is okay and I'm don't think that you're wrong because you don't agree with me I just want to explain things from my own perspective of, as living in this human body for 26 years what have I experienced and the things that I've learned the knowledge that I want to share so now I feel it would be a good time to talk a little bit about that darker side of my life and what experiences I have that I feel like me sharing would be able to help others because that is the purpose behind me sharing it. In no way do I feel as if I need to have anyone feel badly for me for what I've experienced. Um, you know, I've definitely looked at it all from an from an outside perspective and been able to decipher what I've learned, you know, what I've gained and what knowledge I've learned from going through those experiences. And I realize now that my life, it feels as if it's just beginning now at 26. And I'm okay with that. If it, it's like, this is the part of my life that I feel like I'm able to finally step forward To be able to use all this trauma and experiences and knowledge, like I just keep saying, to help others. And I'm very excited about that. So once again, thank you so much for listening. Now I do feel as if it's necessary to put a trigger warning because I will be speaking about a plethora of traumatic events. So, if you are no longer going to be listening, I do appreciate you listening for the time that you did, and I will always, of course, put a a trigger warning in my episodes, so if I talk about an episode that is triggering, I will always put that in the comments or however I can show it, obviously, and I will put it before the episode as well while I'm speaking. So, I guess to get into it, um, my childhood, like most people that have felt like they've had A quote-unquote early enlightenment or what have you or it's like an old soul I had a very traumatic childhood Um, I have now PTSD from my childhood and that's some things that I really want to talk about just living with PTSD in itself is a very difficult thing so I just want to talk a little bit about how I've learned how to manage with living with PTSD with healthy living, and keeping my healthy routines, and just keeping myself in check, and knowing that I need to have that, I need to have the stability there, I need to create the stability for myself, or else I will lose it, you know, and I think a lot of people, like, they don't, I think, actually, it's really a great thing, because I do think that people are now more understanding mental illness, And that's great because now people can feel like they can actually talk about it and explain because I think up until recently, a lot of people just associated PTSD with veterans, which of course they would have PTSD, but now we're realizing it in people with other events, like, you know, people get into a car crash and then they get PTSD or I, you know, I could just name a whole bunch of horrible things, but I don't want to do that. But I think you understand the point that I'm getting to. Now I feel really weird talking about myself because I don't exactly know what is oversharing or what is undersharing for you to get a clear perspective of um, what I'm trying to explain. But my entire childhood, I have been exposed to the sex industry. I've known about sex since I've ever known anything. I was molested as a child at three years old. And from then on, I continued to be exposed to sexual things. Um, when I turned 18, I immediately joined the sex industry. Um, there, of course, is a lot of events that leads someone to just be in the sex industry, which is something that I really also am looking forward to talking about because it is really important for people to have the knowledge on that and how once a woman is in that industry how difficult it is for them to get out of it and that is like a really big driving factor for me because the women I have seen get out of it are just the strongest women I know and a lot of them even have overcome overcome drug addictions um, and so many things you know being literally like basically owned by people it really gets pretty deep and I've been around that for a long time and I feel grateful that I'm able to share it from a clear mind and a grounded mind um, because to be in it and to share about it it's not the same and to be out of it and to share about it it's a lot more knowledgeable you know I can look at it without being there and see it and I finally for the first time in my life 26 years feel like I don't I'm not stuck in it it's not grapping on like it's not gripping on to me anymore um because that was all i've ever known like my whole life throughout my life also there was a few other traumatic events that have happened um you know i got into i i just had really bad depression as a kid i was in a lot of mental hospitals I was definitely losing it at times, I totally was, and it was also because I was dealing with a lot of trauma going on, but also in my mind, I was going crazy, I was hearing things, I was seeing things, you know, I was diagnosed schizophrenic, I was put in psych wards, and they put me on medication, and I, what I realized now is that I was having this connection to the spirit world and at the time i just didn't know how to handle it and when you're a child you're so innocent and so many things will try to come in and you know be able to utilize your mind in a way um and also you know what they say about children they're just more receptive they're more open to those things and um that's a lot of what also was going on other than like the trauma that i had i grew up in just both how like my parents divorced when i was three um the police found me a couple times, like, out on the street in, like, a diaper, I, like, I was told a story, like, they found me when I was two in diaper and snow boots, and I was playing on the playground in the snow, and, um, I think that's, like, really, like, it's, it's sad if you think about it, And it's weird to think that that was me, but I could see it. But at the same time, I think it's cool that it was me because I was like, yeah, my parents left me home alone as a baby, but I'm still going to go have a good ass time because that's still a lot about how I think about life still, you know, like bad shit does happen, but you can enjoy the moments that you can. So, basically, like, the whole reason that even happened was because my mom was also in the industry, and I'm pretty sure, like, she would go out at night and stuff, and so she would just leave me home alone and think I would just sleep all night, but I guess I snuck out. So, my dad ended up getting custody of me, and he raised me, and I had a stepmom. I still have a stepmom, but they're they're divorced now, too, but, you know, just in both houses, a lot of yelling, um, Oh, like violence, you know, just things that kids shouldn't really be around. Um, I feel fortunate that I wasn't around any like drug addicts because I feel like because of the circumstances in my life, it would have led me to become an addict, but I I grew up in like a medical family, so they kind of like explained drugs to me in a way, but of course not really much of alcohol, um, so I got really into alcohol young I was drinking really heavily by the age of 16. I was drinking, like, a lot. I guess, like, one of those big plastic liters of cheap vodka because I didn't really have much money. Um, I actually... That's the funny thing about it is, like, with being an entrepreneur, I've always been an entrepreneur, and when I made money when I was younger, it was from any sort of entrepreneurial, entrepreneurial way. And one of those ways was actually, like buying drugs off of the deep web and i wasn't even 18 yet i was literally in high school still and i would buy bitcoin and then buy drugs online and like sell it and i was actually like homeless so this was how i was making money and what i say by homeless is when i was like about 13 and 14 like dealing with a lot of my mental illnesses and i was put into the psych ward and i had suicidal attempts and Basically, my family was like, I don't know what the fuck to do anymore. <laughs> like, you you know, like we can't deal with her. So, and uh, that was my, I was living with my dad, and my mom didn't want me either. So, I moved in with um, my aunt, and then I moved in with my grandma, but she was living in like a place for older people, like 55 and older. But I would just sleep on her couch and like lived out of a suitcase for too many years of my life. So, when I say drugs that I was buying, I meant, like, LSD I was getting online. And so, I started doing a lot of LSD at, like, 15, 16, then 17, I was doing it a lot. Um, I was a senior in high school. That was, like, when I really was. And I got pregnant in my senior year of high school as well. So, that's my daughter, Nala. That's why I'm 26 with a 7-year-old. So with having a daughter young, and I was, like, kind of struggling with my living situations, um, I just ended up struggling even more, honestly. Um, That's kind of what ended up leading me into working from home as a sex worker. I would do camming. When she was taking a nap, I would cam from home because I was just home with my daughter, and, you know, I just didn't, if I went... I didn't have any family support. If it's like if I went out um, to try to get a job, I didn't have anyone to babysitter. I couldn't pay a babysitter. I didn't trust anyone. I was breastfeeding. You know, even though I was a disaster and I was dealing with a lot of mental health problems, I still yet yeah, was, you know, very much caring about my health and my daughter's health it doesn't seem as if because i was drinking a lot but actually i was drinking really heavily when i was 16 and i did stop drinking um around 16 17 and so i was sober when i got pregnant i just was smoking weed and doing lsd um you know some of this stuff is still just so difficult for me to share i'm like embarrassed of it and that's why it's like I have this shame around my story and I don't want to have that. Because I'm like, yeah, I'm talking about myself. These are things that I did. It's it's embarrassing. But I also try to just remember that, like, I am talking about a child. Like, I'm talking about someone that was 17 and dealing with trauma. Like, what am I going to do, like, before, you know? But the things also that I talk about, like, with working in the sex industry, that's embarrassing because that is me as an adult but the important part about it like I said is just to talk about why women get involved in it and how difficult it is to get out of it and I just really am so passionate about trauma healing of course I have a lot of sexual trauma because of my entire childhood with the sexual trauma I experienced and then working in the sex industry you deal with a lot of sexual trauma because you're basically going to a place to have yourself sexually assaulted for money And that's really what it is. And um, there's a lot of like energy healing and like just mental, like so much mental stuff that goes on with it. And it's just things that, these are the darker things that people get a little bit weird about and they don't really want to talk about it. And that's including me. Of course I don't want to admit or talk about these things. I of course feel like what is my family going to think about me? What is my fiance going to think when he listens to some of this stuff? And he's like, what? I mean, like, of course I'm extremely open with him, but I do plan on diving pretty deep into some subjects in this podcast. And I do of course want to keep some podcasts really light and about positive things, healthy things, you know, motivating things. Um, I think the most important part about this podcast is that I truly believe that in order to heal the world, you must heal yourself. And in order to help other people, you have to share. That's why we communicate, so we can learn things about each other. And we all communicate as a community, so we can learn how to work better together. And I truly believe that I have a voice that you know people don't really get the opportunity to listen to that often and i think that is a really important voice to listen to so once again thank you so much for listening i really think that's about everything that i want to share in this podcast i'm getting really excited to like dive deeper but i know i should really save some of that for the actual episodes to come so i really appreciate your time And I'm hoping to make this a weekly occurrence, but I am a busy woman. Um, But this is important to me. And I know that if it is important to be out there, that the universe will provide me with time to do it. And I'm putting that out there. And thank you so much. Have a great day. And I will be on here soon. I'm making that a commitment.